Hey, Jay. What's up? We're in the end game now. I've been waiting for this movie for like the last 11 years. years. 10. No, it was 11. Oh, 11, you're right. 11. Dude, 11 years. Dang, dude. Man, I feel like I've waited for 21 movies for this movie to come out. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. It's finally here. Dude, it's crazy. Dude, if you, like, seriously, just... Like, let's just sit back. real. Let's just sit back and think about this for, for, for a little bit. It took... 11 years for us to get to this point. 21, 21 movies. movies. Like, this has to go down as, like, the the most, uh, I don't know, incredible cinematic experience ever, right? Like, what other... <laughs> because it's like, like, it's not like James Bond where it's like each one is kind of its own story and it doesn't really follow, like, one, like, definitive timeline. Dude, like, this is, like, from point A to point Z or whatever. Like, it's literally following one narrative storyline, this Infinity Saga. It's something we have to celebrate, dude. It's it's insane, dude. It's, uh, I just, it's crazy. It really it is. is. It's, it's, uh, I don't think it's ever been done before when you have this one um, franchise that's all connected together in this way, mm-hmm. culminating in this one movie what just me out is the the initial reactions because the movie premiere happened this week. Yeah, uh, and th- some of the reactions are insane. But one of them, in particular, I like that it said hyperbole is not possible with this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's dude. gonna be like the best greatest movie ever, and it's just gonna be out there, dude. So yeah, it's uh, it's insane, dude. It, it's <sighs> it's something that. Uh, Never done before. I think it's it's a movie that we're experiencing in our generation, in our lifetime, I guess. Yeah, so dude. But you know what's crazy, be- too, though? Like, just uh, speaking of lifetimes, like, this is spanning lifetimes, though. Like, almost in the same way that, that Star Wars has, has kind of spanned, you know, across uh, a lot of um, different, um, uh, what did I say? Uh, lifetimes. Lifetimes. Um, <laughs> what did I say? This one in the same way, but I feel like this one has been just more consistent because it hasn't stopped. Like we haven't in eleven years, we haven't had a year that there hasn't been a Marvel movie in theaters. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. just think about that, dude. Like, there's never in in the last eleven years there hasn't been like a year that didn't have one Marvel movie in it. That's insane, dude. Like, just think about that. It's crazy. Dang, that's a crazy. Uh, what do you want to get like a stat? I guess. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That is insane, dude. I didn't even think about that. That's wow. That is that is a trip. That is crazy. Wow. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is obviously a. Uh, what is it? A a, a feat. Mm-hmm. Com- you know that that Marvel has done. Kevin Feige, give him credit for putting this all together, dude. Yeah, dude. So uh, it's. It's pretty exciting, man. It really is, dude. And- I'm gonna throw this out again because I feel like it's important for us to talk about 
Disney uh, is going to be losing its CEO, chairman, or whatever. Bob Iger. Bob Iger. Um, I think his contract ends at some point this year. So I'm saying, I think Kevin Feige would be a perfect candidate, dude, to take over all of Disney. Just looking at his track record, 21 movies, 11 years of, like, just, like, flat-out success. Like, yeah, like... Marvel, the MCU, Marvel Studios, like, is the epitome of success. Like, mm -hmm. uh, despite, like, some movies that probably aren't as good as the others, like, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's, we're, we're at this point, dude, where it's, like, a cultural phenomenon or whatever. But, dude. so, would, I think, I think Kevin Feige would be perfect for that job because just imagine his creative, you know, like, force or whatever being brought into all aspects of disney star wars marvel pixar disney animation disney live action have, have what he did with marvel and just do it everywhere do it everywhere yeah dude uh like it would be i i, I to me i feel like that's like the perfect thing and you know because i'm sure the following question too that would be well what does that mean for the mcu then like who would take over uh, i think the it's pretty clear dude that the, the russo, russo brothers, brothers are pretty what? much are in control. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're they're the Russo and the Rano brothers, dude. What? Uh, I feel like they they've pretty much taken control of the MCU. Um, because a lot of the, like, uh, a lot of the better Marvel films have come from the Russo brothers, dude. So I think they kind of dude. they're leading the charge and they know exactly where the MCU is going right now. So I would definitely put it in their hands. Uh. Winter Soldier, Civil War, Civil War, Infinity War, and now Endgame. Endgame, dude. Like they have pretty much the best, yeah, dude. Uh, Marvel movies out there. So it's it's uh, it's like of all the movies, like aside from maybe uh, Black Panther and like Thor Ragnarok, for the most part, like everyone has some sort of like qualm with like any of the other movies. But like when you bring those movies up, Winter Soldier, Civil War, like. Pretty unanim unanimously, they're like, yeah, those are great movies. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, Russo Brothers obviously have that touch, dude. So. Yeah. Ooh, man. Man. Just saying. This, something this to movie. think about. Dude, dude, I don't know if you heard. Dude, the, the hype is obviously real. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Have you heard it? I've, I've, I have heard. That the hype is real? Of it. That it's so crazy, dude, that that some of these theaters are going to be open 24-7. I from saw that, Thursday, dude. Through Sunday, that like they're gonna have showings crazy. at three in the morning or something like that. Two in the three in the morning. And dude. I bet you anything, if I were to look on my AMC app right now, those shows are like sold out. Um, yeah, they are because I bought some tickets already for. <laughs> Shut uh, up! No, you didn't. For uh, Saturday night at or, or should I say Sunday morning, three a.m. No, you didn't. Friday at two forty-five. <laughs> You're such a freaking liar, dude. I'm like literally on Friday. I'm just gonna go. All right, see you guys, and I'm going to the theater. <laughs> yeah, and I'm watching the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I haven't bought any tickets. Dude, uh, I mean, like, I understand it, though, because it's a freaking three-hour movie, so, uh, you you know, it probably cuts down on how many shows you can have mm -hmm. in a single night. Um, yeah. But, I mean, like, just uh, running it for 24 hours straight, I guess, kind of nullifies that problem. Yeah, that's pretty Because cool. you're just going to have it on, like, all freaking day. Dude, yeah. that's insane. That is insane. So, in celebration... Oh, uh, by the way, you're listening to the Beta Report. Yeah! What? It's a con. We got Jay. What up? Uno. We, uh, we had Uno. We, we, but, we had Uno. Uh, yeah. yeah. Some, uh, we uh, ran into some technical difficulties. Yep. 
Yesterday. Um, <laughs> decibels from above. <laughs> yeah. Decibels from above intervened, intervened. in this yeah. uh, episode. So we did not. Uh, yeah, this is actually our second take. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Uno's going to be putting, uh, providing some content uh, during the week. So Yeah, dude. He's going to do his own thing. He's going to drop a little mini episode for everybody to yeah, enjoy. Yeah. So that should be fun. Yeah, yep. So uh, he'll have something It's going to be Uno Unchained. Uno, Uno Unchained. Uno, uh, Uno Unplugged. Uno, uh, Uno Gone Wild. <laughs> Uno Gone Wild? I don't know if I want Uno Gone Wild. <laughs> I do, Honestly. dude. When we see him on the on the iPad here, I'm just like waiting for like articles of clothing to come off. When he's wearing his uh, his uh, robe, but it's like all the way, like the, yeah, the, the biggest deep, The deepest V yeah. that you've ever seen. Oh, my God. It's amazing. That's terrible. <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh well I thought that it'd be uh pretty cool to since it's been like you mentioned 11 years, 21 movies, why don't we kind of discuss a little bit about what are our favorite uh um sort of Marvel uh I don't know what would I call it subjects or little uh tidbits about the movie. So uh for example, uh some of the things I wanted to see if we could discuss our favorite Marvel character our favorite marvel quote uh or should i just say mcu really uh duo villain moment stuff like that i thought it'd be pretty cool to kind of you know set that up since we've been like you said for the last 10 11 years just been watching marvel movies right for sure dude so uh so why don't we start off with why don't we just start off with what our favorite marvel character is jay what's your favorite marvel character uh i feel like we have to um you know, make make some distinctions here because I I feel like just intrinsically going into like a Marvel movie, you already know that Tony Stark, like Iron Man and Captain America, are probably some of the like the most or are the most beloved characters in the MCU. So, uh, you know, I I love Captain America, but I'll hold off on saying he's my favorite character, mm-hmm. even though he is, mm-hmm. uh, because everything that he stands for, everything that just like. Uh, just his like intrinsic goodness and uh, that being like his superpower. Like that's one of the things that I read and I was like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Like that the, the, his power really comes from like just his, his, uh, his uh, uh, sense of good and like just wanting to do good. It's not so much like the, you know, the, the super strength, the stamina and all that stuff. It's just the fact that his goodness was just kind of amplified with the serum too. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I love that dude. And I love that. Cause it's always like, you know, it's, you know, cheers to the little guy or whatever. And it's just, um, the, you know, it's just something that I can relate to. Uh, so aside from all that, you know, not saying Captain America is my favorite character, but, <laughs> you as- just pretty much tell us but aside from that, aside from that, uh, I think my favorite character in, in the MCU has to be Ant-Man dude. Only because like Ant-Man, I feel for one, He's a dope dad. Like for he's a freaking superhero and he gets to be like a freaking awesome dad. Uh so that's something that I can definitely look up to and be like, dang, I wish that could be me. Mm-hmm. Uh but again, too, like Ant-Man, I feel like Scott Lang is like he's a superhero. He's like our entry level superhero. Like if we were to become superheroes, we would probably be Ant-Man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um uh you know, and Paul Rudd is just like perfect uh as a Scott Lang Ant-Man. Um, and, uh, yeah, dude, uh, I feel like all his movies, even like just his relationship with like, uh, freaking Michael Pena Luis too, is probably one of the better pairings in, uh, in the MCU. So 
Um, yeah, dude. I, I think my favorite character outside of Captain America has to be Ant-Man. All right, all right. I respect that. I kind of like that, too, though, because I do like Ant-Man. I, he's like the everyday... Uh, like the everyman hero. Yeah, and I mean... You gotta love him when he when he's fanning out uh, or fanboying with uh, Captain America. Yeah, for War. sure. Because that would be us. Yeah, that would totally be us, dude. Yeah, like, dude. Uh, he's just. I think. Well, Paul Rudd. Got to give him, you know, credit. I think he's the one that brings that that character to life too, and no doubt makes him lovable too. Um, but my favorite character, I would have to say, would be uh, Doctor Strange right now, dude. Yes. And, and I just, I think, especially in Infinity War, I think. Doctor Strange like um has that gravitas, dude. He 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 had that authority, like he's the supreme sorcerer, dude. So I, I kinda like that he's like he he's he's not just a, a sorcerer, he's like the supreme sorcerer mm-hmm. now. You know, he kinda acts that way now. Yeah. So I, I just I just thought he's so cool, dude. He's like he's got all these like the powers that he has. Like the, the movie Doctor Strange, I think it's a little underrated. I really like that movie, mm-hmm. and I just like the way they did the, you know, the the sorcery and all that other stuff. Yeah, like that yeah. was pretty cool. So he he's one of my favorites right now. Um, and of course, you know, I have to say, of course, Captain America is up there. But to course, not to dude. give the everyday answer that everybody would give, right? Um, my other one would be Doctor Strange, and that's why I, I thought he he would be pretty cool too. So yeah, I, mean, I really he, like. He, dude. he gave us the title, dude. I know, dude. Yeah, he's exactly. The title yeah, of this movie, man. Um, I really like Doctor Strange too. Um, and the only like, I his his first movie, like Doctor Strange movie, was a little underwhelming only because I wanted it to be creepier. Like I wanted it to be, especially it coming from Scott Derrickson, who's coming from like a horror background. I was hoping that he would bring more of that. What like other horror movies is uh, I think he did um not the Conjuring, which was the uh, which is the other one Sinister. I think he did oh he Sinister. did those. I think so. Yeah. Those are I think creepy. so. Those I think are, that's the one he those did. Those are creepy. Um. But yeah, so he's he has like that horror background. So um, I was hoping that he would bring a little bit more of that to Doctor Strange. But yeah, in Infinity War, I feel like you got more of what he's capable of doing. Like uh, when he does like that, um, you know, I, like he he like uh, what did we say yesterday? He multiplicates. Uh, mato- multiplicates. Du- duplicates. Duplicates. <laughs> duplicates du- himself. Duplicate. Duplicate. Yeah. <laughs> He makes, but when du- he makes duplicates many himself? versions of himself, oh, um. uh, and then he does like that lasso thing too, like all the stuff that he did in that, like the visual stuff that he was able to do, conjure uh, with his uh, conjure conjuring. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, was like really cool, and I feel like that's uh, I think that's what's cool about the character too is that like a lot of his powers uh, are very like visual and like lend themselves to be like you know visual. Um, uh, look really cool on screen, so uh, yeah, dude, I do. I, I like that character too. So we were talking. You had mentioned Ant Man and and Luis. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is, who's your favorite duo? Who's your favorite MCU duo? Dude, and that's crazy too, because it's like over the the span of you know twenty one movies, eleven years. Uh, I feel like Marvel's put together a lot of like really cool um, pairings. Uh, stuff like Happy and and Tony Stark, which is a good one. Even Rhodey and Tony Stark too. Um, like I mentioned, like uh, Scott Lang and Luis is a good one. But honestly, and and this is mainly because we didn't, we haven't really seen a lot. But just what we did get to see uh, was so great and like so perfect. And there's a reason why they're getting their own show. Is uh, Falcon a Winter Soldier, dude? Like oh just my goodness, the, dude. the the the. Uh, 
the moments that they have together, like the chemistry there that they have, uh, I feel like surpasses even what like Captain America has with either one of those characters. Um, and Cap- Captain America is supposed to be like best friends with with uh, Falcon and best friends with with Bucky, but uh, you know the relationship that those two have is like far greater than anything that that. Uh, um, that Cap has with either one of those characters. So that's one of the ones that I'm looking forward to the most, like, and that that I know I'm going to enjoy uh, seeing because it's just going to be so freaking dope, dude, to dude, see those um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, dude, is uh, my most anticipated uh, Disney Plus show, dude. Yep. I mean, I'm looking forward to Mandalorian. I'm looking forward to the Cassian Andor prequel mm-hmm. series. I'm looking forward to... Uh, uh, WandaVision, what? Um, <laughs> dude, I still don't. <laughs> Wanda, dude, run WandaVision. that back, people. Know, run it back. Maybe, maybe not call it WandaVision. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of these shows, but dude, nothing really gives me that uh, um, just just a- a- anticipated uh, um, excitement mm-hmm. that that watching more adventures of Falcon and Winter Soldier, dude. Because every time they were in a scene. It would just steal it, dude. They were just like yeah. even the simple things, like with that fool sitting in the back seat and he's sitting in the front or whatever. And yeah, and he's uh, like, "Can you move your seat up?" And he's like, "No." no. Like, <laughs> like just that, that, like that little interaction. But then like the camera moves back when when like Cap is trying to like mack on that chick, yeah. and you just see them both just kind of like nodding their heads, nodding like, their head, "Oh dude, yeah, yeah. yeah." But that's like perfect. Like that's so good, dude. I love it. Um, and then there's like the part in Civil War too where. Uh, they're fighting Spider-Man and he kind of webs them both and kind of like sticks them like onto the floor or whatever. And I forgot like... Yeah, he I for- said something and then I forgot said- who, like one of them says something and then the other one just kind of like, I hate you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is so dope, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like I said, it's like little things like that. It's yeah, so yeah, freaking yeah. good, man. Yeah, it definitely is, dude. So what would be your uh, favorite pair? So my favorite pair is Captain America and Black Widow. Mm, that's a good one, I dude. like their... Um, their what was it like their their business relationship mm-hmm. I guess if you want to put it that way you know yeah, yeah yeah like she's like the perfect it's like a legit like camaraderie though like it's not because it isn't anything like romantic or anything like that no. but it's just like they understand each other Dude, like you said like in a on a business level but I think it's the friendship though too yeah right? yeah, yeah. But like like um, we were talking about this and you you were you know we we're kind of talking about you know some of our very moments. Yeah, I talked about one about where in uh, in Civil War. No, no, it's Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, huh? where they have uh, the that Agent Jasper. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, so he's about to, or not him, but right, he's like, oh, you won't throw me off this window, whatever. That's not that's not your. Yeah, it's like that's not your style. That's not your or something style. Like that. right? And then uh, Black Widow's like, yeah, it's mine. Yeah, she, she like, just goes like, bah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. So they make the good, like you know. Uh, would that be uh No, I think that's her it's he says that. Uh Captain America says that like, Oh yeah, you're right, it's hers. And then he just kinda like moves out of the way and she comes and kicks, kicks that up. food. Yeah, yeah, there you like go. right off the roof. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. But so you know they make the perfect pair, you know, when it comes to that way, you know, like yeah. different styles and stuff. But in, in Winter Soldier and Civil War, they're always together. Mm-hmm. Uh well I shouldn't say Civil War. When Winter Soldier and then uh you see an Age of Ultron, she's kinda like the Almost like the second in command, almost kind yeah. of thing, and so I don't know. I just I like their their like you said their camaraderie, their friendship. Their, yeah, there's there's real friendship there and everything. So I was saying, and I think one of the interesting things too is that they allow I think Cap to be more vulnerable around her. Um, 
Because, like, in a lot of the scenes that they have together, it's them just, like, talking about, like, everyday, ordinary things. Like, Mm -hmm. when, like, in that same scene, you know, uh, when they're waiting for Falcon to come pick him up and, like, drop him off on top of the roof, uh, you know, they're just kind of, they're just, like, you know, it's just, like, chit-chat. They're just kind of... um, Black Widow's like, oh, what about Karen in accounting? And then like Cap's like, oh, the one with the lip ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not ready for that or whatever. But it's just like a regular conversation that like friends would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I like that because they, you don't really see that with any of the other characters. Like when he's talking to Tony, it's always like confrontational. It's always like, no, like, you know, we got to do this. We got to do that. And then with mm-hmm. uh, Sam, it's always the same way too. It's like more business. Like, oh, you know, like we got to go find this guy or do this or do that, whatever. Um but with her, like even, uh, you know, when they're in the car in uh, in uh, Winter Soldier, they're just having like normal, like like a deep, you know, intimate conversation uh, about like what it's like for her to be a spy and all that stuff. So it's like it's really cool that parent, like that parent is definitely one that um, you have to look at as like one of the better ones because mm-hmm. they do like allow both of those characters to be very vulnerable around each other, which is really cool. Yeah, because you don't see that outside of anybody, like any other. No, yeah, they're I pairing just, with anyone else. Yeah, it just seems it seems real, you know, their friendship and their their um, their uh, camaraderie, their um, chemistry together. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's legit. So I really like it. So I think that's that's my favorite pair. You know, there's there's other ones out there too, but that's my my favorite one. Um, so since we're talking about um, duos and we talked about a couple moments, what about our favorite moments? Do you have a favorite Marvel moment? Um, I do, dude. Or MCU moment, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, I think this is this is one of those. It was like almost like a character defining moment because we, I don't think we had seen Captain America like this yet. Like we, we like in the first Avenger. Um, you know, they they kind of showed like, oh, you know, he's he's like a good soldier and he's leading his men or whatever. But you never really saw him do like uh much of anything by himself. Like it was always like. Uh, you know, he he didn't really take down a lot of people all by himself, like hand to hand or whatever. But in uh, in civil, not civil war, in Winter Soldier, the elevator scene, dude. Like I feel like that was, like I said, like a character defining moment for Captain America, just showing like this dude is a freaking killer, dude. Like he, like he is a super soldier, dude. Like he can take out like a, an elevator full of like what well, was maybe like ten people in that elevator. Um, all while being like strapped into these like magnetic handcuffs that you know just pinned his arm to the walls and it was like all this stuff like everything was like stacked up against him and yet he still found a way to beat everybody up and like evade like you know the that the people who were chasing him and stuff like it was just that that whole scene was just like amazing dude I freaking loved it dude um, uh, it's um, I think it's safe to say that that's probably one of the best scenes one of the best action scenes. Yeah. In all movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the MCU. They're just in all movies. And it's in a confined space mm-hmm. and just fighting all those people right there, dude. And yeah, dude. Cause just imagine like the the like how choreographed that all has to be. Uh because it's such it's such a con- confined space. So like, you know, if one person is off, then like the whole thing just kind of gets thrown off. So like even just in the execution, like that scene was just freaking dope. In fact, there's a moment within that moment. So, uh, yeah. Within a moment, right? Mm-hmm. When they're in the elevator and he's like, okay, guys, you know, it's like, this is your last chance. He goes, you really want to do this? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah he's like, I was like, like paraphrasing, but. Yeah, yeah, because I remember he's like, before we get started, does anyone want to get off? There you go. And it's like, even that, too, like just showing that side of Cap, like, 
he knows what's going to happen, but he still has compassion towards these dudes. Like, he's still kind of like, I want to save you guys this freaking butt whooping. So if you guys want to get off, you can. Uh, like, that's so dope. Like I said, so it's like definitely for me a very like, uh, like the like character defining moment for Captain America is that ele that elevator scene for sure. But yeah, what about you? Uh, dude, my favorite Marvel moment has to be from um, one of my favorite movies in the MCU, from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, Volume 2, I should yeah. say. And it's when uh, uh, Peter Quill and Yondu are sort of like floating down. They're fighting Ego, mm -hmm. and they're kind of you know, kind of floating down from whatever battle they were doing. And uh, Yondu's holding on to his arrow, the one that he like, whistles at yeah, yeah and he's like gliding down and he literally has his feet looking like mary poppins right yeah yeah <laughs> and he's like and uh he's all touching heels yeah so. dude <laughs> and then quill's looking at him and he's like he's like what and he's like you just you look like you look like uh mary poppins and he's all and yondu's all was she cool he's all yeah she's cool yeah <laughs> i'm mary poppins y'all yeah 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 dude so i mean I mean that that was so cool that it became a T-shirt. Like that thing was like everywhere, dude. I remember seeing dude, that. Dude, it Mary was Poppins. a cosplay, dude. Yeah. Oh, really? People were <laughs> no cosplaying. Way. You never seen that? No, I don't remember. People seeing were that. cosplaying like it's like a mix of Yondu. Yondu and as Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. Dude. You can probably look it up. You'll see it, dude. That's dope. But the reason why I like that that scene so much, dude, is is um, when Peter Quill is looking at Yondu, and when he asks him, "Is he cool?" And he's looking at him and he goes, yeah, he's cool. I, that moment, dude, the way he's looking at him, he's realizing the father figure that Yondu is to him. And it's like your dad telling you, hey, you know, like you're telling your dad, yeah, you're a cool dad. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And it's like that moment, dude, to me, is like that is everything to me right there. Mm -hmm. dude. Like he realizes that's his, his father figure, like his love towards Yondu at that moment, you know? For sure. So it just, to me, that just, it just, is a huge moment for me. It's just the way it's the way they they did it, and it's pretty cool. So I just I I really like that that yeah that moment is one of my favorites in, in the MCU for sure. For sure, no doubt, dude. Um, dude, I want to do like an honorable mention really quick. Go for it. Because uh, just kind of piggybacking on on Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, I feel like one of my favorite. Well, I wouldn't even say moments, but it's just like throughout that movie, I just loved how James Gunn utilized Groot. To just kind of like be the heart of that movie, like a lot of like the 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 more like heartwarming, uh, like uh, uh, just like joy filled moments come from Groot, and it's just crazy because it's like a character that doesn't obviously speak much. All he says is "I am Groot," but like his actions are just so like it's just it's like legitimately beautiful. Like when he does like you know he's giving the. Uh, He's giving the flower to the little girl, very reminiscent of like Frankenstein, you know, like giving his, you know, like my my love for Frankenstein, dude. So I had to throw that in there. But then also like, you know, when he throws out those like those spores that light up the entire room and uh, and then, uh, you know, at the end when he uh, uh, when he like encapsulates all of them within himself and then he says like, we are Groot, like that by itself is just like, oh, dude, that's so dope. So like the, the, all those moments in uh in guardians for me it's kind of like like not only the heart of that movie but i feel like it's almost like the heart of like the mcu too like that was just like the first time where i felt like you know it was kind of like endearing to be like oh dude like this is dope like the way that they're using this character to just kind of like bring out 
evoke these feelings is pretty dope. For sure, dude. And then now, since we're in that, um, I guess talking about that moment and my favorite movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. I already give you my favorite movies. What is your favorite Marvel movie? Uh, dude, this is tough, dude, because it's like, uh, I don't know. There's so many. Like, I would want to pick Thor Ragnarok just because of Taika and like what he did with that character to like completely redefine that character. Um, which is dope because now it's like you're actually interested and and you like I actually enjoy seeing Thor now. Um, That's crazy, right? Thor, the Thor movies were probably the weaker of all the MCU movies mm-hmm. until Ragnarok came around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ragnarok came around. He just totally, totally redid um, Thor. It was a lot more fun to watch. It was for sure. It's yeah, yeah. I I, I hear you. Yeah, dude. Uh, but I like honestly, I feel like. Uh, I can't go. I have to go with Iron Man, dude. Because I feel like we're not giving Iron Man enough love on this uh, on this episode. But uh, you we can't go wrong with the one with the one that kicked it off, dude. Like if that one wouldn't have worked, we wouldn't be here. Twenty one movies later, eleven years after you know that movie, like it just wouldn't have happened, dude. So I think you have to give. I mean, uh, RDJ, freaking Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark, Iron Man is like definitely the Godfather of of. Uh, of the uh, the MCU, so I hope he doesn't die. I hope he makes it out of Endgame, only because you know he's like the one who kicked it all off, dude. Same, same, same. We got predictions later. I know, dude, but I'm just saying. So yeah, I think I think my favorite movie would have to be uh, Iron Man, because uh, and it also like stands the test of time too. Like if you watch it now, it's pretty, uh, it's still pretty good. Um, so well, I had I have to go with Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. And the first one, yeah, is as my favorite MCU movie, and I just think that what James Gunn did with that movie, what he did with one movie, he was he. Um, take for example the Avengers, right? Everyone had to have their own movie before you brought everybody together, mm-hmm. and they had this movie together where they were all a team, and you know there was some, you know, even in that movie, it still took a little bit to try to get these guys together, right. or whatever. And with Guardians of the Galaxy, with just one movie, we see a creation of a family by the end of the movie. And it's believable, and too. And it's believable. And it's, yeah. it's like, oh, I, I buy it. I totally buy it. Like, they gather these misfits, right? These people mm. who would never probably be in the same room together, and let alone care for each other. Um, and by the end of their journey, by the end of that movie, they are they're a family. Mm. And... and to me, dude, that was just that the movie has so much heart, so many great moments. Yeah, uh, you you know, <laughs> you were talking about one of the moments was when Drax is because he he made Drax James Gunn made Drax into like this this guy with just these awesome one liners. Right? Like, yeah, dude. Like you know, you're talking about it goes. Uh, dude, it was a metaphor. This, you know, went over your head or something like that. And he's like, I would never go over my head. Yeah, my <laughs> reflexes are too fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, yeah, 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 dude. Stuff like that, dude. Or like he made him like a free quote factory, dude. dude. Like it's everything that he says is like quote worthy. It's like amazing, dude. It's just you know when he starts telling everybody how much he cares about him, and he goes, "You whore." Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> he's trying to be endearing. Yeah, the best part of it for right. sure. Yeah, and then like right after that, like Nebula comes down, and, like says something, and then he like just blasts her, and he's like, "No one speaks to my family like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or to my friends, friends. like that." Frank yeah. says. Um, but yeah, that was pretty dope, dude. Yeah, it was. Uh, that that movie's. I love that movie. It, it's still my favorite movie. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still 
because that first one is when they bring them together. I love it. So, yeah. Very, very cool, dude. One thing that I forgot to mention, dude, I want to quickly mention um, uh, this one, dude. What is your favorite Marvel villain? Uh, dude, you know what? I feel like uh, I have two. Can I go with two? Sure, dude. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, dude. Let's do it. Um, and this is, I think, excluding Thanos. And it was like, because uh, I think, you know, uh, it kind of goes without saying that this dude is probably one of the best uh, MCU villains that we've had, even including Loki into that. Um, uh, just because I feel like he brings a total package, dude. He's so like menacing and all that stuff. But anyway, that, that's not like my, that's not one of my picks. I, one of my picks has to be Killmonger, dude. This fool right here? Even just for this, dude. Just because he has, I think, one of the... Just let it, just let it ride for a little bit, dude. Before I keep talking over it. It's so dope. Yes, yes. Dude, I feel like he has one... Like, I, I think in, in general, in the entire MCU, he probably has, like, the best theme of any <laughs> character, dude. Dude, I can't think of anyone else's theme at the moment right now. Like, I honestly, like... Any other villain right now? I can't think of a villain. Uh, or even like a main thing. character. Like uh, Captain America, I think, is the only one that I can probably try to hum and like remember. Because this is like. Right? There you go. Yeah. Like, uh, but other than that, I can't remember anyone else's. I don't think anyone else even has a theme to their movies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Aside from like what we heard in the beginning, too. Like the Avengers theme is pretty dope. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Killmonger, dude, I think, uh, he, and I think universally is just loved as a villain, but also just like as a conflicted character too. Like a lot of people didn't know what to do with him because he, uh, like his motivations towards what we, what he was doing was kind of like justifiable. You kind of looked at what he wanted to do and why he wanted to do it. Yeah. And you're kind of like, yeah, it makes sense. Like I could see why he would want to go and do all the stuff that he ended up doing. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I think he, he's definitely one of the better MCU villains and one of my favorites, definitely. Um, I don't know if you want to say anything with that. Uh, no, dude, I think Killmonger is, is uh, I think what they did with his um, villain it, or his character is that he had a, like you could, you could sympathize with his, his, his uh, cause, his cause, you mm -hmm. know, his his reason for doing the what he was doing right. was like it was it was legit, mm -hmm. you know. He saw, you know, his people getting oppressed all over the world. You know, people yeah. like him. He saw, yeah, he saw a means to end oppression. That's what was for from his Oakland, people. Dude. Like, yeah, dude, Oakland, California, ain't no other place like this. There you go. Dude. No, ain't no other city like this. Damn. I mean, that fool, like, he got shot while riding a subway, dude. Yeah, I know, dude. Like, right? Like <laughs> yeah. that. I don't think that was the. Oh, same. that's not. That's not. This, that wasn't in the not, movie. That's, that's not, not a character. That's not him. No, really. Because I saw that movie, dude, and he got like shot no, by this it, guy. It was Fruitvale Station. Like he just wanted Fruit. to see his daughter and stuff. And yeah, no, it's not. Oh, it's not that good. Different. Same director, same actor, different movie. Well, I saw him, and he was like boxing this fool too. Like he so, wanted to box this no, guy, no, dude. No, that's, that's. And he was uh, like, they no, were like not letting him because actually Creed. It's not him either. Not Killmonger. Same actors. Well, they made that fool. Same like, director, different movie. <laughs> dude, I don't know, dude. I thought I think it's part of it, dude. I think it's not part of the MCU. No, I don't think so. All right. 
Well, anyways, the thing is, I saw, I saw uh, that uh, his his cause, like you said, is something that was you know it was believable. You could understand. So that's mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have villains that are doing stuff for the sake of just doing it without an actual reason as to yeah. you know why. Not they, everybody could be the Joker, right? You know, exactly. Like just kind of be crazy for right. crazy's sake. Um, his yeah, his his goal was legitimate. Mm-hmm. So, but mine, dude, is is uh is Loki, dude. You can't go wrong with that, dude. Loki is like I think probably one of the best besides Killmonger, one of the best villains on there that were people actually liked him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After even being a villain though, but he had that charm. He had those one liners. He yep. had, uh, um, you know, uh, you, dude, you gotta love when when in uh, Ragnarok when uh, the Hulk is grabbing uh, Thor and he's doing the same thing he did to him to Loki. And he's, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, that's how it felt, right, right, right. Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Loki's dope, dude. I, I think you know, come on, dude, they're giving him his own series on yeah, Disney dude. Plus. And and I think like to, uh, you know, to all the credit to Tom Hiddleston and, and you know his portrayal of Loki, like he worked his way up to becoming pretty much like a main character too. Like he uh, was probably one of the only villains. Uh, aside from Thanos, who has had a recurring role, like through the span of these twenty-one movies, um, uh, and yeah, like you said, like he's kind of built himself up his own fan base. Dude. Like people legitimately love Loki, and like you said, like he to the point where he even has his own show now, and like people are going to be able to just watch him, uh, you know, do his thing. And and I feel like Killmonger is almost like on that same track. Like if he would it be dead unless he's not we'll get to that later but um but um yeah i feel like killmon can definitely be like a very like he's already a fan favorite and i think just allowing him to appear in other movies would just solidify that even more but i said i had two dudes so let me give you one more i think one one of the other like very underrated like criminally underrated villains in the mcu is zemo dude Dude, I think one of the awesome things Zemo. about Zemo was that, like, he did something that still has, like, ramifications now. You know, like, we're in the end game and, like, things still haven't been resolved since then. And that's the, like, breaking up of, of the Avengers, dude. Like, he, like, single-handedly, without any powers, without, like, being, like, a... Like, yeah, I'm sure he's a smart dude, but he's not, like, a superhuman genius or anything like that. Like, he just, like, outwitted you know, uh, the entire Avengers and fractured them, dude, like split them up and like has made them, uh, just more vulnerable because now they're, you know, fractured and apart from each other. Um, and he did that, you know what I mean? So that's like, uh, I feel like he doesn't get as a, as a villain, he doesn't get enough credit for that. Um, and, and like Daniel Bro's uh, uh, portrayal of, of that character is like very like understated and it's kind of like subtle, but it's like, I feel like there's like, you know, there's there's like greatness in that because he didn't have to play it up and be all like crazy and maniacal or whatever. Like he just like was very steady and just kind of like did his thing throughout. And even at the end too, like he, like you could say like you know his capture is very like anticlimactic, but he almost like in a Thanos way did what he set out to do. So he was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like I don't have anything else to do. They're like you know Captain America and freaking. Uh, uh, Iron Man are back there like duking it out, like trying to kill each other. What else am I supposed to do? Like he did, he did what he set out to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm done, these dudes. So yeah, yeah. 
And the one thing that you said too is like it's uh, you know you, w- the ramifications of what he did are still felt now, mm-hmm. and and most likely continue to end game too. So yeah, dude. Um, so it's it's yeah, it's it's a good villain for sure, dude. And I know we're not, we like you had mentioned Thanos is kind of the easy, yeah. You know, Ra. We of course he's one of the you know best villains uh, around, but we wanted to go a little bit uh, different here for and, sure. Like some other. Some other uh, characters here. So, all right, dude, it's time for our Endgame prep. What? Okay, Endgame prep. Go watch it. All right, that's it. Go Go watch (laughs) Infinity War, and then that's it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Watch Infinity War, like, what, right before you go watch that movie? In fact, no, you know what? Have a movie like on a laptop, watch it in the parking lot, and then walk (laughs) into watching Endgame. Dude, this one is like, it's it's like, it's like, uh, so it's like really hard to prep for, but then it's like really easy because everyone is gonna watch it. Like this movie has already made like two hundred thousand dollars or whatever on like just pre sales. Um, so th- yeah, I I don't think anyone really needs to be prepped to watch this because everyone's already watching it. So uh, th- uh, the Russo brothers actually put out a list of what movies to watch. Right? Mm-hmm. They put a list of five movies that would get you ready. You know, you don't have to watch all twenty one. Uh, but if you did and you have been already, more power to you. More power to Pro- you, dude. Props to you. You did it the right way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you want to go ahead and just, you know, quickly get a refresher right before the movie, we actually narrowed it down to three. And this Ooh. is our our picks. Uh, by, by the five. You can still do the five, but... Uh, you, you got time. Do you, you got time to do it, right? You do like two a day. Two a day. Don't go to work. Yeah, just don't go to just work. Just watch the movies. Uh... Should we mention the Bruce Brothers or just mention ours? Yeah, I just mention ours, All dude. Right, so, of course, you got to start off with the Avengers. Yeah, the right. OG Avengers. OG Avengers, dude. Start off with the first one. That one kind of sets it all up. It puts this team together. Uh, you know, that, and then watch the shawarma scene at the end. Yeah, dude. You know how uh, together this group is. <laughs> right. Right. And it's pretty crazy, too, because it's like... It's no stupid Suicide Squad, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm not going to lose my other family. I'm not gonna lose my. I'm gonna lose my my next familia. I don't want to lose like, my family. Shut up, dude. Fool, you guys I just talked to you. You guys had like one I drink. Met, I just met you like uh, yeah, like an hour ago. Yeah, dude. So dumb. And you didn't even serve me uh, uh, dos equis. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You didn't even have a Corona, dude. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, that one. Uh, I feel like the Avengers is like necessary viewing only because like, for one, it. There's two Infinity Stones in that in that movie. You have the Mind Stone and the Tesseract, both. Or which I mean, the, we don't, the which Space we don't Stone. Know. Yeah, which we didn't know, but they're just kind of like there under our noses. And it also introduces Thanos too to like all of us, and um, uh, you know, like that's just like it's dope because it's it just kind of sets everything into motion for this Infinity Saga to where we are now. So mm-hmm. definitely watch. Avengers one. Yes, the other one we have is Age of Ultron. Now, not we're not mentioning, we're not saying that these are the best movies. Right. We're talking about prepping you for it, and I know some people didn't like Age of Ultron, but I think Age of Ultron, what, why, why it makes it so interesting and so good is because it 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 gives a um, Tony gets a vision in that movie, and it's important because. People die in that vision. Yeah. So obviously he's he's preparing for that for something bigger. And then there's also a vision that everybody gets because of the of the stones as well. So um that's a that's another big, 
uh, moment there too. So Age of Ultron kind of prepares you for that, and it's got Vision, and Vision's a big part of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, and by the way, disclaimer: we didn't mention Infinity War because the you should yeah, be watching, obviously, you know, should watch Infinity War already before this thing for begins. sure. So, uh, but yeah, no, but just kind of going with what you're saying, like um, it, it also, you know, kind of sets up like where like you know Thor just kind of getting up and going, like leaving and. Uh, <clears throat> sets of like Ragnarok or whatever, but like he's gone now uh, because of like the visions that he's having. And, um, uh, you know, like after that, like uh, Tony just continues on with like his PTSD stuff and just kind of like crap, like what's going to happen. Um, uh, and um, let's see what else happens in that one. Uh, oh, did you see like, obviously you see like uh, Scarlet Witch in that movie. So it's like a lot of stuff like and almost like a precursor to Captain Marvel too of just mm-hmm. like having these characters infused with power from uh these uh from the uh the Infinity Stones yeah, yeah. um which is pretty cool cuz like you know I've never seen that before. Um so yeah dude, I feel like like Ultron is important yeah. to watch too. Yeah, yeah. And so the last one and for you know, reasons that Jay already mentioned is uh, Captain America Civil War. And, dude, basically because of the rift between Tony and and uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. that we was still felt in, in, in Infinity War and apparently still there in Endgame, which we were hoping to get resolved, being that it's the last movie. Right. So, uh, yeah, dude, I think those three movies, watch those three movies and you'll be set mm-hmm. to be ready to get your mind blown by Endgame, dude. That's right, dude. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I can't wait. So now it's time for Bold Predictions. We don't have a, a theme song for this, but, uh, I mean, we guess we could try, right? Let's do it, dude. Bold Predictions. Oh, we should just left it with one. We should just left it with one, dude. I just was so good. I want to do it again. All right, let's try one more time. Boom, bang, Bold predictions. Uh, so now that we have bold predictions, gotta throw that extra one. Bold predictions. Yeah, dude, this is the uh, little segment that we want to give you uh, what we think will happen in this movie. They're not spoilers because we haven't seen it. We don't know. We don't know anything about this movie. Uh, it's just guesses. Everybody's been guessing who's. Who's gonna die? What's gonna happen? How's the MCU gonna look like after Endgame? That's a legit reason. Like, what's it gonna look like after, man? Oh my god! Like, what's I have it? No idea, dude. How's it gonna happen? Like, what's what's gonna continue? What's gonna go on? We don't know. Yeah. So uh, let's just give up what our um, predictions are for uh, Endgame. So Jay, what 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 is your prediction? What is dude. your not just prediction? What is My your bold prediction? Yeah, perfect. Uh, I my bold prediction is gonna be, uh, or is uh, the they're gonna introduce the new villain in this movie, and I feel like it's gonna be Galactus, and I feel what? like that's gonna come in like maybe like the mid credit scene, uh, or somehow towards the end of the movie because I feel like he's a perfect bridge to get where the Avengers are now to where the MCU is going to be in the future with all the Fox characters. And, like, obviously that's, like, including Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, you know, we already have the scrolls. Like, all that's kind of, like, in the same realm with Galactus. Um, so I feel like it's, like, it's like perfect for them to to use this 
opportunity to bring him in to this. So I honestly feel like that's, they're, they're going to do something like that, they're, whether it's Galactus or not, but I feel like they're going to do something to kind of allude to where we're going to be, like who the villain is going to be and like where we're going to go from here. I see it. I see it. That's that's a that's a that's a bold prediction, dude. That's a uh, b- 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 bold prediction. There he goes. Yep. Uh, dude, mine is that we're gonna have Thomas Jane's Punisher show up. Yeah, and then just like a like a crazy like role reverse, not role reversal, but just like a role change, and have John Berthold be uh, Wolverine. There it is, dude. Perfect. No, Daniel Radcliffe. Ten. No, for Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe dude. as Wolverine, no, dude. No, <laughs> the picture looked terrible. No, I'm just kidding. That's not my bold prediction. My, uh, mine actually is, dude. I think that I don't want to say don't it because I'm it, afraid dude. it's gonna come true. Dude. Don't say it, dude. But I think that uh, Captain America is gonna die. Dude. I think he's gonna die. Of old age, because he's gonna live. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, dude. Um, actually, I think that in some way, uh, they're gonna. My prediction is that these original six Avengers are gonna like all retire somehow. Mm-hmm. Like they're just gonna ride off into the sunset. Into the sunset. I do think that I think one of them is gonna have to die to give that impact. Yeah. I think probably Captain America is the one that I think would probably mm-hmm. die. But I think. Right behind him, or right kind of head to head, is uh, Tony Stark. It's either one it's of those Tony two Stank. are gonna, one of those, those two are gonna die. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, and uh, like, I feel like it would have to be one of those two. I feel guys, it's like, like Captain America, but I also feel like it could be one of those two. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna, they're gonna have to end Endgame with like a, a, a gut punch. Yeah, you know, and. Uh, yeah, and, and a good story. So it's one of those. It's gonna be like kind of to offset the pain of the others. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be. I don't know. It's gonna be one of those too. But honestly, I feel like if you if you kind of look at it in that perspective, like I feel like it would. I I think the sacrifice itself would be of greater impact if it were Tony, only because like the, I the feel guy, the guy started it all. The, not just that, but I feel like it's almost. It's almost expected. If like Captain America were to, were to do it, you're like, oh, of course, Captain America would be the one to lay his life down or whatever. So, uh, and 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 usually, I feel like in these movies, they don't really go with like the obvious choice. They don't go with like what the expected choice uh, would be. So, I feel like Captain America sacrificing himself or dying would be kind of too obvious. So, I almost feel like the greater impact would be if if uh tony dies um and if he's the one who sacrifices himself because it would almost be like you know all, all the like the ptsd or whatever like it, it kind of resolves itself there because like he was the one who was able to protect him that's what he's been wanting to do this entire time was figure out a way to protect everyone from the threats uh, like you know that that would that would come against the earth or whatever um so this is like it, it almost it's almost like poetic and that he would be the one to do it like he's the one who's actually yeah you're, protecting you're, you're kind of like swaying me uh, to think it's you know I mean? mostly tony stark so who knows man it's gonna be dude it's gonna be difficult dude like uh, dude. it's either way yeah like you said it doesn't matter like whether it's one or the other or anyone else if it's like i don't know the freaking hulk or something like that like mm-hmm. if someone else were to die it would just be like devastating dude because it's like especially like of the old school like 
I feel like if Black Panther were to die or like Doctor Strange, like yeah, I'd be like I'd be bummed, but it wouldn't be like as big of an impact. So it would have to be like one of the original six. And I think that with them, you know, out of the picture, in that sense, I think that uh, it's going to be Captain Marvel who ends up being the new leader of the uh, Avengers. More than Black Panther, you think, or even Doctor Strange? Yeah, I think. Well, that's a good. Yeah, because I think Doctor Strange already said he's more concerned about these other type of threats. Yeah, as opposed to the ones that the Avengers were taking care of. Mm. So um, he'll be around, but I think he's got like other concerns. Yeah, like, from like the Mystic Arts and stuff like that. Right, right, right. He says it in the movie too. Remember, like he's he was there to protect the Earth from other stuff, as opposed to the Avengers have like a different. Uh, Mm. I can't explain it. You have yeah, to watch yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange. He mentions it. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember saying it's like, yeah, something like along from those other lines. dimensions. He's like he he protects the Earth from other from uh, evil from other dimensions, something like that. Yeah, like, you know. So, anyways, um, but yeah, I think it would be Captain Marvel. She'd be the one in line, I guess, to be the new leader. That's that. I kind of think that that's that's where they're going. So who knows? But that's uh, dude. That's our predictions. Yep. So there you go, dude. Uh, I don't got anything else, man. Just we just I can't wait. Friday. Hey, everybody. So on Friday, we're going to be posting up some stuff because we're all going to go to the movies together. Uh, Uno, uh, Jay, myself, we'll be at the movie theater. Uh, It'd be kind of funny because you'll see where our seats are at. But uh, (laughs) it's not all the way at the front. Yeah. You know. You'll check it out. But anyways, so we post, we're going to be posting a bunch of stuff up on our Instagram stories and on our Facebook. So just, you know, check it out. Look out for it. And uh, that's it. Thank you guys for listening, for joining us with this episode, man. We can't wait. Next week, man. Next week is going to be a big week as well because we're going to give you our uh, end game reactions. Yeah. We're going to review that movie for sure. Spoiler filled, too. So know. watch it. Everybody watch this movie because I'm not going to be able to contain myself. Just it's gonna be. We're warning you right now because it's gonna be Jay, too difficult, dude. Jay is known for spurting out. I got loose spoilers. lips. You do. <laughs> we got lucky. I think we're that's lucky. why. I we're think lucky. it was, I think it was, it was divine. I think it was divine intervention, dude. That the episode didn't work out yesterday because. No, no, I saw it. I, I saw was it. letting some stuff out <laughs> that uh, that perhaps wasn't meant to be let out yet. Yes, exactly. Anyways, um, so next week we got that. And we also have the Battle of Winterfell that's happening this Sunday. Yes, we didn't dude. even talk about that, that this week, but really, um, I think we need, we're gonna need a group therapy after all the people that are gonna die this weekend know, that we're gonna dude. watch. I know. Seriously, dude, I don't know if I'm ready to see who's gonna die in Endgame and who's gonna die in in. Uh, I know, dude. It's gonna be a devastating week, dude. Of recovery, freaking depressed. That's what we should just call it, dude. Like a week in recovery. Exactly. I think that's a good title Oof. for next week's episode. Oof. So anyways, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, like I, like we always mention, please let other people know about our podcast. Uh, it'd be great to have more people, uh, more ears onto this podcast. It'd be great. And uh, Jay? And uh, let me just step in here really quick. Hello, everyone. How are you? If you enjoy what you're listening to, then why don't you go ahead and go to our iTunes podcast page or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a nice little uh, five-star review. You know what I'm saying? Just head down to iTunes, go to podcast, search the beta report. Even if you never even listened to the show before, somehow this podcast just ha- like happened to uh, come into your, your feed and you're just listening to it now. Uh, why don't you just go down there and leave us a five-star review? You know what I mean? Just tell us like, oh yeah, 
yeah, they're talking about uh, Avengers and uh, Endgame and all that good stuff. I love this kind of crap. I love so, I love how you guys give us a five star review. Yeah, you don't even give them an option to do four. Oh, pff, no, dude, five. Heck no, <laughs> it's five or nothing. Exactly, dude. So, uh, yeah, dude, come on. Give us a five-star review. You know what I'm saying? We're That'd moving up. We're, hey, guys, we're slowly but surely moving up them charts. Dude, I'm so, not going to the number, dude. I forgot. Yeah, I know, dude. I, 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 I was, was going to let you do it, but then I was like, that's I got to write it down. It's tough. I got I to write it down. But, uh, yeah, man. Hey, we need uh, join us reviews. next week when we have all this other stuff. Nah, not even. Uh, join us back next this Friday. <laughs> I was going to say next Friday. No, but it's this, this Friday. Friday. Yep. Join us. We're, we're going to be dropping some stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and Uno has like his mini episode too. That's, Hopefully, we'll have that up to you. Should be uh, what, Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Yes. So remember at the Beta Report on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All right. And that's it, man. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. This is Jeff or Nakan. <laughs> this is Jay. Bye. Bye.